welcome to episode 73 of the local meta my name is fletcher and i'm john john how are you doing this fine morning not not bad i suppose (laughs) we're we're recording at a different time so now i'm I'm, uh, drinking a cup of coffee instead of you know alcohol like normal (laughs) (laughs) i'm not gonna lie i it's not that bad recording in the morning. Like, I guess. It's, it's more convenient for me at night. but Yeah, like at night's more convenient because like 90% of mornings you're busy. Child. Yeah, usually, usually I have a two-year-old, but, <laughs> but like, grandma has them. <laughs> you know, this, we weren't able to record. Some of our mates were watching a movie last night. I didn't want to be that guy and be like... Rah, 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 rah. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm living in your house because you're nice people, but you need to stop doing things in your house because you need to I live in the house. It's like, right? No. Yeah. No. No. So. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so. Yeah. Hooray for whatever time of day it is. Yeah. But, you know, could be could be worse, so. Okay, John. John, John. I know... I know I said we were going to stop talking about the GP, mm-hmm. but I'm going to tangentially kind of talk about the GP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, our topic for today actually is a topic we've already done, um, but I just feel it's worth revisiting because one, that was back in the day when we had episodes that were half an hour long. Yes. Um, <laughs> like when we were reasonable people. Yeah. And so now that we've become unreasonable, but I'm a... Uh, John, I got to do some talking about sealed deck today. Yeah, so, this this came around because of an article I liked Fletcher, not because it was about sealed deck, but because the guy was just so obtuse. But yeah. like, I, like I'm pretty sure the intent of the article was satire as well. Probably, but he did it but terribly. It just didn't. Yeah, I don't know. It was not good satire in my opinion. Yeah, so. Yeah, but I kind of, yeah, I was kind of like, I think I started ranting in our chat a little bit, and then I'm like, I just, I'm like, can we just do an episode about this again? Like, (laughs) but, you know. (laughs) As you do. As you do. So, as I said, we're talking about Sealed Deck. We did this back in, way back in episode 13 before. Um. And if you listen to that one, some of the stuff we're going to be rehashing again here. But, um, I, man, I really, we really need to talk about some of this stuff again. <laughs> um, There's a lot of misconceptions. There, there are a lot of misconceptions, I think. And I think no matter how much I say it, people are just going to go with certain misconceptions. So people probably know what I'm going to say first, but I'm going to do the swerve. Um, and just say, so the first point I want to make is that everyone is wrong. <laughs> and Sealed Deck is awesome. And I don't, like, I know people just bag on it all the time and hate it so much, and I don't I don't get it. I absolutely don't get it, because, like, the you know, when we went to GP Minneapolis, like, the main event was sealed and everything and stuff like that, and I'm like, like, that was a selling point for me. Like, if it would have been, like, standard or something like that, I'd have been like, uh, I'm going to play it because it's in the area, but I don't really want to play standard and, you know, all this stuff like that. Like, I 
I was I am so excited that it was sealed. And honestly, I think the reason that I did better than I thought I would is um uh, because it was sealed. Because you were just like in your element of knowing sealed. Yeah. Like and so Alright. We're gonna get on to the, the the other first point here that people have heard me say a hundred times. Like sealed pool isn't all just luck. Like it just drives me crazy when people say that. Like, is there an element of luck to it? Yes. Sometimes you get the bombs, sometimes you get nothing. But I think people forget that like even after you build a deck with your shitty pool or whatever, you still have to play games of magic and that requires skill. Mm-hmm. Like that part just goes ignored. Like I just, I just don't get it. Like oh, so, in the sealed event for the main event, I lost to one person only that I think I was better than. Like just, just straight up, hands down. Like I think, a, I think a good portion of the people I played against were about the same skill level as me. Um, except for the la- the last guy who beat me was way better than me, and the second guy I lost to, I feel like I was better than him. Mm-hmm. And I just lost because it's luck sometimes. But all those other games, it was pretty close, and I feel like I had to skill myself out of those games. Whereas, like on the contrary, that thir- the third match of our team trios, the guy I was playing against, you know, yep. like in my opinion, like if we just flipped our decks over and looked at him, I think I had the better deck. I am inclined to be- agree with you just based off what was seen. Obviously, yeah, I didn't I, like, watch everything because yeah, I, I was busy. But like, I think my deck was just like I, I don't think he had a bad deck, but I think my deck was just straight up better. Mm-hmm. Like on paper, I should have won that game. He beat me because he was better than me. And I'm, and I I will just admit that I think he was just a better Magic player than me. Maybe I I will. I well, think, once I again, I didn't thought, get to I see everything. So I mean. You know, you still have to obviously draw the right cards in the right order to some degree. But I think he made a, he made plays that were just better. Like he, when I, when I really think about the game and stuff like that, like now, I, I just look at the game and I'm like, no, he just literally outskilled me. He knew what to do and he knew how to take advantage of the mistakes I made. Mm-hmm. And like I don't I don't think he was like you know a super insane, amazing Magic player, but I think he was definitely better than me. I don't know if he's better than you, maybe, but like. You know, and it's one of those things that, like, on paper, I should have won that game. Like, if you just look at that, the decks, I think I had the better decks, but he was just just better than me and beat me on his merits. Like, and I kind of appreciate that, you know, like. <laughs> it that, doesn't that, feel that, bad that losing someone who's better than you. I mean, that guy that in the main event that just thudded me out of the game was, that kind of felt bad a little bit. But, like, it was one of those things where it's like, eh, he was better than me. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, did it feel bad because he because you know he you lost because he was better than you or because he used thud uh yes both i don't know it didn't fe- i mean it didn't feel bad i wasn't like heartbroken or anything yeah but like i mean that um that one game that you walked up to and and saw like you know an elder dragon and a planeswalker on my opponent's board and my planeswalker under a you know o-ring effect and you know and you're like, well, Fletcher's going to lose this game. I'm going to go get a burger. And you come back and I had won the game. Yep. Like, I outplayed my opponent in that game. Yep. Like, very, very much so. And 
I feel like I feel like people ignore the fact that skill is a giant component of of sealed. Like there's a reason that you know Owen Turtenwald, as he was working his way through the GP circuit, crushed in sealed events. <laughs> yes. Like it's not just because he got lucky and opened you know bomb pools and could you know just do that. Like I'm sure he opened some good pools. I'm sure he opened bad pools and still did well. Like that piece is just so ignored and dear magic players i'm sorry but you're not as good as you think you are <laughs> like let's just let's just throw that one out there i think you i think i think we as magic players tend to think that we are better players than we actually are and so when we start losing these sealed we look at our sealed pools and we're like oh crap we suck uh this this, this is all luck i can't do anything about it blah 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 and then it just protects our fragile little egos Whereas, like, you know, my pool was my pool was good in the main event, but I still got beat by better players. Your pool was not great in the main event, and you still beat a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I I will say my pool was pro. I what was it I said to someone yesterday? My pool was better than I'm used to having. Yeah, <laughs> because I actually had a removal. <laughs> yeah, you you had a, a good removal suite, but like my actual oomph behind the deck was like bad. But I had like three pieces of actual removal. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, and like I don't know, I, I don't know how much I can flog this point to death because it was such a major point in the last one too. But like the problem, stop blaming your pool. Just Christ, get everybody, just stop blaming your pool. Like yeah, sometimes you do get the pool that it's just impossible to do anything. Sometimes, like as I say about the pre that one the um uh the BFZ pre-release where it's like I got seven rares and I played six of them in sideboard, the seventh one in for the one game, like you know, sometimes you play everything, sometimes you play nothing, man. But it's like you know, I still think you, you have to pilot that deck and you can you can be playing this the six rare bomb pool and still lose. Yeah. And like I know like I've said it last time as a joke, but I'm I'm not really kidding when I say that like you know my strategy for multiple, um, uh, da, 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 I'm being I don't know how to talk. Multiple pre-releases has basically come down to I guess I'm just gonna have to be better than my opponents. <laughs> yeah, I mean like, that's magic in a lot of ways. Like, like I I've literally referred to it as the John special. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this is this is what I'm gonna have to do because, goddamn it, my deck. <laughs> like, and honestly, to some degree, like that's fine. Like, you know, I mean, it some feels really yeah. good to win that way. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So. I just, I don't know. I'm just sick and freaking tired of play uh, of people blaming their pool and being like, oh yeah, I got crushed here. So when it's like, you know, people misbuilt their pools and you know, people are playing what they shouldn't like. It's just, almost invariably. Yeah. Like, and that's what it was a lot of times they're like, oh, there's nothing I could do to this pool. And then like, you look at it and you're like, here, I just built this entire deck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's something that happens regularly where, like, yeah. one of my friends will walk up to me like, John, my deck's bad. I'm like, is it actually bad? They're like, I think it's bad. And, like, we, like, go over the deck, and I'm just like, well, you could build this pool instead. And they're like, all right. 
right. And like almost without fail, like I've like I've completely rebuilt someone's deck at least twice in memory. Mm-hmm. And like then the person goes on to win all their next matches. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, yep. Yep. That's, I, that's I, I'm going to start charging commission on these motherfuckers. Right. <laughs> God damn. I Maybe it's just one of those things. Like, I don't know why. I mean, I don't play a ton of magic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I go to like pre-releases and stuff like that, but not enough to like make a difference, if that makes sense. But, yeah. like, sealed deck is just one of those things that I can do. And I don't get why. Like, I'm not particularly that good at card evaluation. I'm not really, like, an insane deck builder. I just... For some reason, it's just one of those things that seems to make sense to me. And I, I have trouble even articulating it, like, mm-hmm. sometimes. But it's like... So I just don't... I think it's one of those things that I just don't get why people are, like... You know, have so much trouble with some of that stuff. Like... I think some of it is that people don't want to make the hard decisions. Yeah. Like, like this. You know, this card is really good, and I really want to play it, but not, but I can't play play it because nothing supports it. You know. Like that's that's just the decision that you have to yeah. make. Yeah, and it's like put on the big boy pants and cut the cards, or it's like, oh, this card's really good and it's in my colors, but I'm playing a deck that doesn't want to play that card. Yeah. Like and it's it's arguable like you know, in the main event, I didn't play that um that three three stag that taps a creature when it attacks in my deck. And I was in white. Which I think was wrong, but Yeah. But the sure. thing is is that I'm not attacking with that deck. Yeah, sometimes. But yeah, the thing I, is, get, your, is I if, get your point. If I'm a, and I agree with you that it may have been wrong, but I think my I think my thought process was at least close on it. Because yeah. like because like that deck wasn't attacking, and when it was attacking, I was doing things that were cheating. <laughs> like, and I don't mean actual cheating, but like that's that skilled animator turn three smack you in the mouth until you die. Yeah. Like the deck, I don't think the deck wanted that because I was attacking with five five indestructible thopters, or I was gumming up the entire game with O five walls and milling my opponent out. Yep. So. So like at that point, you don't need a. 3-3 three, three for 4. Like, yeah, a 3-3 three, three for 4 is not what I want. And I agree with you that that may have been wrong not to play that card. Like, I'm still on the fence about it. Like, But I think there were cards that were just better that I wanted in my deck more. Mm. If that makes sense. And that was, that was a hard cut for me, too. Because I looked at it and I'm like, I want to like play this, this card, but this I card need... Good. But an 0-5 wall is better than that. The yeah. one two, the one two for three that creates a thopter is better than this. Like, and I probably could. There were probably some spots where I should have and thing. My, I mean, my suspect boarding and uh, revitalize against red, but that's probably less suspect than I think it is. But it was fairly suspect. It just feels <laughs> sketchy. <laughs> boarding that card in just feels sketchy. Although the funny thing is, is it, it, it is the card that just slammed the door. Yeah, <laughs> because they am. Uh, I had psychic corrosion out, and um, uh, that card gained me life, which put them further away. That he was also kind of land screwed. So, um, and then also it milled him out for the uh, the final amount I needed. <laughs> but so, I don't know. Like, I feel like people don't. I think this happens in draft too. Sometimes, like 
people forget what their deck is doing and play a card and don't just don't play cards that do what the deck needs to be doing if that makes sense like mm-hmm. you know like it perfect example is is you you watched my draft last night right yep the one where i just tilted out and eventually like did whatever i think one of my biggest problems is is one i don't think i i think i eh, i don't know I, I may have been in the right colors but the thing is is like half my deck was controlling and half my deck was aggro yeah like when i drafted it like that's yeah. one of the problems i mean the problem is is also i drafted like shit I but, think been in blue, but... i i tend to agree with you there like, but, i don't know like... i i only saw your second third pack i never saw your first pack so i don't know if blue was actually open pack one i think it probably ended up being open pack one and i just screwed up like i, I i've told you before signaling and draft is something i am terrible at and need to learn yeah. I am just I am just so bad at it it's embarrassing. Um and yeah, I need to I need to get to do some drafts with you on the horn. Also, I just don't like Monquette. Like I think it's just a I, just, I think it's just a shitty format in my opinion. And it might like it might be me just crying because I'm bad at it. Um but I would rather be playing something like M19 where I could just get to you know, screw around all day and cast psychic corrosions and divinations and shit like that mm-hmm. i mean that's that's what i would rather be doing because i am dumb so but okay all right should we should we move on here since we've been rambling about this for... we've been rambling every once in a while i gotta talk let me the... no, no, no i when last night when i left magic and i'm like all right we gotta go record a podcast it's fletcher's turn to rant okay <laughs> i came into this knowing that you're going to be doing a lot of the rambling today which may or may not be why i may or may not be filling out deck lists while talking to you i hey i don't i don't blame you man you gotta get your stuff ready for the invitational um but yeah <laughs> okay um um, I want to rehash some of the like general tips in sealed, if that's okay, and um, sure. that that I've done and everything. But um, so we're gonna go with some of the obvious ones that people have probably heard, and if you're newer to Magic, you might not have. But these are pretty basic. Like I think I don't think anyone's gonna be surprised when I say some of these. Um, You'd hope not, but a lot of people tend to forget them. That's okay. We're gonna remind people. We can we're gonna get the learnings going. Um, okay. Don't so. Learn you so this is something that people that come from draft forget a lot is that as a general rule sealed is much slower <laughs> like very rarely will your pool support one drop two drop three drop four drop because you just have a pool of random cards you know six boosters so aggro decks yeah. tend to be less viable than slower slower decks um yeah. which is i think one of the reasons i tend to like sealed is you get to actually play games of magic um but yeah, even like the one of the most aggressive formats ever in um, Amonkhet, mm-hmm. actual Amonkhet, not not Amonkhet block. Yeah, was like the sealed decks were just not like you could occasionally run into someone who just had like the nut. Yeah, that's just life. But that's what you got to do is get the nut. Yeah, like the actual. Um, sealed format itself it's like you know you can't reliably have a super fast aggro yeah. deck so it's like you're forced to play like these awkward dirtle cards yeah which is sweet i because all i want to do all day is play awkward dirtle cards 
Like, yeah, I don't know. That that's me though. As I said, like M nineteen is something is the exact thing I want to do. And basically, I'm pretty sure you had to like fight me from playing psychic corrosions in every deck I played. I wanted. I think I wanted you to like aggressively board it out in our team event. But yeah, I think so. <laughs> but like, I was just all about that card. Like, that's what I want to be doing in sealed formats and stuff. The only time I can think of that I played an aggro deck in sealed, uh, including pre-releases, is we did an M. Oh, what is it? Uh, no, it was an Origins uh, pre-release. Um, I gotta look really quick. Because I can't remember what the card is. I had one. I had it was a uh, Imperian Tactician. I just remember that card for some. No, but it was it was like a four drop that gave all your creatures plus one plus one when it came into play and stuff like that. But I played like a red white, air quotes aggro deck in that, and ended up and, and beat everyone in our thing with that one. But mm-hmm. like that's about the and it was because my pool could support it. Um. Yeah, that's the big thing though. It's like it's just so inconsistent, yeah. and that's why, that's that's why everyone says you know, oh you you yeah you should not try to play aggro. Yeah, like if your pool supports it, play it. But like, more than likely, your pool is not going to support it. So don't go, don't go forcing it, and don't go, like seeking it out. If that makes sense. Yeah, your pool cares not for your desires. Your yes. pool is going to be your pool. Like. I think that's the general rule of this whole thing is is that like you just like in draft you need to draft the seat you're in in sealed you need to build the deck for your pool like that's one of the big things is that like you you have to you have to look at your pool and decide what is the best deck that this pool has not what deck do I want to play from this pool <laughs> you know like that's it, it's a weird little mind you know, twist thing there, but it's like, that's what you need to be doing. Yeah. Even though I once, uh, not really argued, but disagreed with Fletcher about his decision to play a nickel bolus deck instead of a green white. You were, you were right though. Deck. Yeah. I, like, I know you were right, but like, I think when we were testing, I'm like, I'm like, this was in our practice, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But in our practice, I said, I am not going to get to, build this pool or practice this pool ever again probably like yeah like building a nickel bolus deck was good practice for me and so that's why i did it there because we were doing practice but like actually i think i said if i sat down and opened nickel bolus it's like i'm probably playing that just because i want because i'm not going to ever get the opportunity again but like plus that deck was also just more your style also. It, it really was and also but like the, the thing also is that i was completely willing to admit yeah i was wrong like, like and that, I know I shouldn't have built the deck, but I was going to build it for other reasons. And that was one of those things also where it's like, you you did have more power in the deck you built mm-hmm. as to where the deck that I would have built just had more consistency, yeah, exactly. which is just more what I go for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? I'm as, luckier than you, so that helps. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to Manny last night about Limited, actually, because yep. we were like debate, like, because he showed me a pack. He's like, "What's the pack one? Pick one out of this." And I got into, and like, you know, I I said this exact thing to him. I'm like, "Well, do you want consistency or do you want like raw power?" Yeah. Because like, you can take this one, and when it's good, like, you know, it's like it's going to be seventy thirty. It's going to yeah. be amazing or abysmal. 
<laughs> or you can take this one, which is just a solid, good, you know, everyday yeah. workhorse for you. And I'm like, you ha- is like this is entirely your own personal mentality. What would you rather draft? Yeah, it's like, do you want the do you want the card that's an A or an F, or the card that's solidly a C plus? Yeah. But I personally, oh, it's more like a a B minus. It was Luminous Bonds versus uh oh yeah awkward rare. So yeah. Like Luminous Bonds is great, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I went with Luminous Bonds. Quick question. Can you ever have too many Luminous Bonds in a deck? Uh probably. Okay. What number is that, do you think? Like mo- like Luminous Bonds is literally your only removal spell? Like like how many Luminous Bonds would you have to have in your deck before you're like, I'm not playing another Luminous Bonds. Just injure. I wouldn't. I wouldn't play the six. The sixth. Yeah. Okay. So then I'm safe. Then I think I've only gotten three. So. But all right. So. To tack onto this whole um, uh, whole thing about playing solar jacks, um, because because of that, bombs and inevitability are are key. Like, you need cards that are going to win you the game, eventually. <laughs> Because you can't just blow your opponent, usually can't just blow your opponent out of the water in two minutes, you know. Ideally, I yeah, ideally. So like, or unideally, I yeah. suppose, depending. So yeah, in core in core twenty nineteen, like the, you know, the inevitability as cards are just the best. Psychic corrosion won me a ton of games. <laughs> like. Let's be- because the format is slow and you're yep. able to mill out your opponent. Able to sit there, cast divinations, lock you just just gum up the game and do something like that. Um bombs, you know, bombs are just that much more important and you need to build around it. I mean, during the main event of the GP, I built around I built two decks. Um I built the one I actually played, uh, which was uh blue white artifacts basically, uh, with psychic corrosion. And then um I built Black White Life Game. My and my Black White White Life Game was okay, but my blue yeah. but my my blue white one was a much better deck. And one of the reasons is because I got to play my Tezzer in that. <laughs> you got to play the best card in the set that I'm really hoping I open if I top eight. Today. That card was so. I'm just gonna say this: that card was incredibly underwhelming a lot of the time. The thing is, it's an incredibly, like, there are very few cards in the set that just raw dog, like, are stone unbeatable when you slam it. And you're just like, I cannot lose this game. Yeah. The thing about Tezzeret is he he is very good card advantage, and he's just yep. inevitability. And that and that is what it is. Like, if I, if I had already had the game gummed up and I played a Tezzeret, like, I felt pretty good. Because yeah. because I plus him a few times, I get a sacred corrosion down, and then I just zero him until my opponent dies. Because card advantage is king yeah. in slow formats. Yeah, and that was that was really good. Like he's a he's a grindy card and stuff like that. Yeah, but like, and that's and that's the thing is, is I just had the better bombs in that in that deck. Like, I think I think if you cut Tesseret out of the blue white deck, I think they're more comparable. I still think the mm-hmm. blue white one wins out, but. I think there's an argument at that point. Because, I mean, I had, like, Regal Bloodlord, and I think I was, like, a Vampire Neonate away from having a really sweet Black White Life game deck. 
Yeah, I didn't really evaluate that yeah. deck of yours much. I was much more into the spicy, spicy Tezzeret ones. So. Yeah, I know. That deck was way better anyways. But, yeah, so, like, and that's a big thing. And, like, you, you know, the cards that are inevitability, the cards that give you, you know, that things that give you card advantage, things that, you know, things that eventually win you the game are the kind of cards that you want to be playing this. You're playing in, whereas in, you know, draft, almost everything's a, a mid-range deck, but they can tend to lean a lot more, you know, aggro in some ways. Mm. Sealed, everything's a mid-range deck, but it kind of leans a little more control. Yes. Yeah. So you, you want to think more with the control mindset to some degree of how, you know, it unless you, for some reason, opened that pack that's like, or the packs that are just like, yeah, I got, you know, one drop, two drop, three drop, four drop in every game I ever play and my opponent dies, but so that don't happen. So you want to focus on removal. You want to focus on, you know, as I said, the, the inevitability cards. You want to focus on the bombs that are just going to break you through. Um, yeah, and, and just to, like, clarify, like, that is expressly what, you know, we were talking about when we say that you want to you want to have a control mindset. And, yep. like, you know, as we've talked about in the mindset of control, you want the game to, like... You want to play the game as if the game is going to go long. Yep. You want to win in the late game. And like while that's not necessarily what you want to do with sealed, because you can't guarantee that's going to happen, exactly. like you want to focus towards those things where it's like, you know, the big powerful bombs, the removal, yep. like inevitability is entirely what we are talking about. Like, you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't play, you know, a super slow, ridiculous game in sealed just because you're like, well, I need to play, so I need to play this kind of deck. It's like, no, it's mm -hmm. not, it's not what we're so, talking about. But <laughs> yeah, you just need to, you just need to look at your deck and say, how can I deal with my opponent's threats? How can I get card yeah. advantage? And how can I close the game when I need to? Like, those are those are the checkpoints that you need to hit. And like, you know, getting some luminous bonds, uh, you know, being able to stop your opponent and then being able to mill them out that's that's a plan like that whereas you know something something similar could be like um uh like as, as terrible as it sounds uh grindstones a card that you can use <laughs> as a or mill, millstone sorry is a card that you can yeah. use to you know close out games like that if you if you have the right type of controlling deck sometimes the sometimes the card you need to win the game is just you know a four four flyer or something like that <laughs> I mean, yeah. some of those in there, like, you know, and they don't I will, punch through enough sometimes, but. I will say in this regard, I still have yet to actually see a deck that I think legitimately should have been playing Millstone, but. <laughs> if, if I had one, I probably would have played it. Yeah, probably. Maybe. I don't know what I would have cut for it. Because Ar Arcane Encyclopedia worked very much the same way. And yeah. it was just better. Yeah. That, car My... that card overperformed. My problem with Millstone just comes from the fact that, like, I don't like the two mana investment because it keeps you from being able to keep playing out to say, protect yourself. Yeah, like that's my actual problem with mm -hmm. Millstone. I mean, like late game though, that two mana doesn't matter. Yeah, ideally. Mm -hmm. But I mean, there's cards I would rather play probably, but you know, it, it's if you have the right controlling deck, it fits. It's not a deck that it's not a card that you put in every deck by any means. Like I. I I think you're yeah. more often correct not to run it than you are to run it. Yeah, I'm not saying you should never run it. I'm just, you know, my own personal opinion. I've yet to see a deck that I think should. Yeah. But, okay. All right. 
so a couple things from the the previous episodes um also all right let's see what you think about this one john if you still agree with it from the last episode uh on average in the average format going three color straight up three color is usually wrong yes <laughs> splashing is okay um you have to be really be splashing for a good card though i think um Cards that are worth splashing for. Nicol Bolas. Yep. Chromium. Yep. Bevictus Asmati. Yes. Palladia Moors. Yes. Done. <laughs> yes. Don't play Arcady Savat. Thank God that was the Elder Dragon that my opponent had with the Ajani, but... God damn it, opponents. You have one job. Actually, that's not necessarily true, but... People need to stop playing that card. Like, I get it. If you can draft around it, the, the card's sweet. Mm -hmm. I am so unlikely to ever see a sealed pool that can justify playing Arcadius. It's pretty pretty unusual. I don't think he had a sealed pool that could justify it. No. But, yeah. It, I, yeah, I, I was lucky it, it was that dragon and not any of the other ones. Um, but, yeah, like, your deck... Sealed decks are just not as good as draft decks. <laughs> Let's just say it, okay? And you do no. gain power by by adding more colors because you get to play more different types of effects because of like you know the color pie and all that. But you lose so much consistency, and you can just lose to your mana base that it just is not worth it most of the time. Yeah, and that's something that a lot of people just don't ever seem to think about. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, you know. Could just not play this mediocre card because you know just because it's a mythic rare elder dragon doesn't mean it's good yeah just be or what was it in i don't even like remember what the guy like the three color grixis guy in i think it might have been straight almond kit not hour of devastation Playing full on three color, and he had a slither blade in his deck. Hurt my damn soul. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's I don't know. I mean, we can argue about consistency versus power all day and stuff, but I think I think if you go three like straight three color most of the time, without a very good reason, like yeah, like you, there's... Yeah, you're just. You're just hurting yourself. There, like, took it. There are three color formats. Like, there oh, yeah. is mana fixing in formats. Like, you could get lucky and open like five out of six of your packs all have a dual land in them that happens to all be in like the same shard color or yep. something. Yeah, but it's unlikely. And even then, it's not necessarily right. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's like again, you have to build for your pool and. Yeah, I don't think I think the average pool, I think most pools even beyond average, just don't support it. Yeah, and like, and that's one of those put on your big boy pants and make the right decision. It's really easy to be blinded by like, well, this is a big powerful card and it's unbeatable if I resolve it, and it's like, yeah, but you have to resolve it. Like <laughs> at the team trios event, yep. Kyle was splashing for Chromium. Yep. He had two dual lands and a manolith. Mm -hmm. 
And in round three, he lost both games with Chromium in his hand that he couldn't cast. Yep. Like, that, that's just what happens. Like, that's just how it works, yeah. Like, and that's something that a lot of people just tend to ignore, where it's like, yeah, that's that's not... Like, that's, that's something that happens. Like, Chromium is insanely powerful. If he had gotten to cast Chromium game one, he would have won that game. Yeah. But, like... But he, but he could. It just rots in your hand sometimes. Like I didn't get punished yeah. for my splash in the main event, um, that much. But my splash mm-hmm. was also a mistake because I built I built my deck I was going to do, and I'm like, okay, what does the black look like? I built that deck. I'm like, nah. And then I went back to my other deck and missed a card, and it was like, oh yeah, because initially I was thinking I had to splash. Um, mm-hmm. And and then I splashed the card, and then like after I'd registered, turned in my registration, I'm like. Oh shit! Going through again, you're like, oh, I'm an idiot. But then, but then I sleeved up the three cards I needed to board in, which is boarding out the two lands I was splashing with, and then the card I splashed, and just game two instantly boarded them out. Yep. So, which is actually kind of good that you did that because it automatically made your opponent think that you had three good sideboard cards to bring in against them. Yep. I was just like, which you technically did because it made your deck more consistent, and the card was just straight up better. (laughs) <laughs> yep like it was yeah so that was my like, that was my biggest mistake of the whole thing if anything but like yeah you know uh i i don't You'll think I, I think i got punished nice once for my mana base but it is what it is. which is just technically justice yeah so. it needed to happen so um but yeah so the other point i have on the list here i already covered is that agro isn't usually good as good because you can't support it <laughs> but once again it's not impossible. We talked about it, but you should not go out of your way to try and make it happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but... not how the world works. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just it's just so infrequent. Like I can't believe it. Like when I'm looking at our pools and stuff like that. Like even when even when we played the team trio sealed and like looked at our pool and stuff like that, I don't think we could have built aggro. Uh, no. That's one thing that I was actively looking for, because there is one really good aggro deck in the draft format. Yeah, and like, your deck was the closest thing, but it wasn't an aggro deck. (laughs) Yeah, like, if you you refer to, like, curving out as, like, from a two-drop all the way up to a six-drop as being an aggro deck, sure. I mean, but, like, that's not an aggro deck. Yeah, no. you, weren't, you weren't a curve out deck, really. Like, you know, you you were kind like you played good cards that attacked, and you didn't want games to particularly go super long. But like, I don't think you were on the line of aggro. You were still more of a mid range deck. Yeah, that was like that was still my thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I just wanted to beat my opponent to death with Carnage Tyrants yeah. or not Carnage Tyrants, uh, Colossal Dragons, yeah, the actual playable card. Yeah. So, all right, I, I just got to go off on this really quick, too, because I just have to go off on this and stuff like that. So, like, we talked about all this stuff we were looking for in the sealed pools and everything, like in the team trios, da, 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 all that stuff. I mean, I built two decks for the main event. I think I ranted about this on our GP episode, but I don't even care. I just got to go with this. You did. How, it's worth rehashing. How the shit can people not build their deck in half an hour? Like, I, I just they... don't get it. Like... <laughs> I built two decks in half an hour. Yep. Like, and sleeved them. And, like, registered every, like, you know, like, registered my deck, turned it, built, like, I had 
two decks. I built two freaking decks in that amount of and time. And you still had you still had time for me to come over and find you. Yeah, and I was just before like before the round was over. You know, and I was the like, time was over. I built two decks, and I'm like, oh, I got a few. Like, I'm like, oh, I only have a couple minutes left after I finish stuff, and I'm like, I, I was like upset by that. Like, mm-hmm. how can you not build a single sealed deck in half a freaking hour? I just don't get it. Like, are, do people sit there and hem and haw and agonize over a card? Do they just not know how to 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 do it? I just. I just don't get it. It just floors me. Like even with the team, the team trio sealed. Like we got an hour, an hour to build ridiculous. our deck. Ridiculous. And I think we had our deck built. At, like our, all of our decks, all three of our decks built. Sideboard figured out, sleeved up in thirty-five to forty minutes. Yeah, we still had plenty of time. Just like wander away yeah. and like BS and shit. Like I just like, don't get it. And the, th- the thing about the team trios is, like, when they're like, okay, you guys have an hour to build your decks, I was really, really worried. I'm like, oh, God, how long does this take? Yeah, we're like, like oh, man. Like, I-, I was like, oh, man, we might be pushing up against time here and stuff like that. And then we finished and we're like, okay. Yep. <laughs> like, this, this is exciting. I think part, so, yeah. But, I mean, like, also, like, with the thing that we talked about, it's like, you know, the, the day we practiced, you brought over two boxes. One of those yep. boxes, we built, we built... Three, you know, we did three sealed pools. We did each, each yeah, yeah. We each did three sealed pools. Um, looked at each other's sealed, looked at each other's pools and how they built really quick, which only took a minute or two for yeah. each one of those, and then played a best of three match with each of those nope. sealed pools. Like, and then pack worse an entire box in less than three hours. Yep. Like, how, how, how do people? not do this like i just don't get it i just absolutely don't get it and maybe it's just like because if you like you know you remember like our opponents across from us that or not our opponents but the, the people across from us who are building their decks like they took for freaking ever <laughs> yeah like i honestly think it's just because people are scared to make a mistake like and like Here's the deal, like that I realized that like you're gonna make a mistake. Yeah. Like, like, like you will probably have one card that you're probably like, oh, I should have swapped this out. But like honestly, if you make one mistake like that, it's not that terrible most of the time. Like it's and the bad, thing is, but even if you have to register your deck, like at the Grand Prix, like if you like misdo one card, it's gonna stick in your head. Oh yeah. And you're gonna remember that, you know, like this card is worth mainboarding. Oh, yeah. And then when you do a sealed pool again, like, you know, at like a PPTQ or something like that, you'll remember and it will help you get better. Mm -hmm. Like, make it, you learn more from your mistakes and from your successes. So sitting and wasting time to try and be perfect, while it might maybe possibly be plus EV at whatever event you're currently at, is worse for you in the long run. (laughs) And like, it's not even plus EV at that event because the thing is, like, when you start hearing the judge call out, you know, oh, there's only five minutes left in deck building. Oh, that's time in deck and building. You're like, like, oh my gosh. That's going to stress you out. Yeah. Like, that's just a thing that happens. Like, you know, like, I get to ignore that stuff because I know that I will always be done with my deck in time that it doesn't oh, yeah. matter. You're, you're done with your deck in time to help, like, at pre-releases, like, you're done with your deck in time to help other people build their decks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, I mean, and on your point of making a mistake, I did make a mistake. Like I made a yeah. I made a big mistake. It wasn't just one card. It was three cards because I put two splash lands in. And yep. you know what I did? I went, 
well, shit. Prepped to fix that mistake in games two and moved on with my life and played the best games of Magic I could with the situation I had. Yeah. And still, like a and still went person. four and three in my first GPF or being somebody who is not super great. Yep. And I'm okay with that record. Like, I, I honestly think, like, that record made me happy because I was expecting to go, like, my my range was two three three three, and actually getting a positive win record like felt really good. Mm-hmm. You know, I had faith in you. I mean, and and yeah, yeah, like, I don't know. I just and even in the the um uh, trios one we did, like two two one, I'm happy with that. The guys we played against at the end, I think, were fairly good. Like, like they were as a whole pretty good. Yeah, they were they were fine. Yeah, I mean, like, could we have beat them? I I believe we could have beat them. I believe my I believe the person I was playing against was just better than me, but I don't think any of it was impossible. Like it wasn't one of those things that was completely insurmountable. No, like, I think the the only straight up like almost unwinnable matchup was probably on Kyle's end because because this opponent just had a deck that had Kyle's deck but strictly better also. Yeah, and I think and that's and, just... and I think they were comparable skill level too. Like I think it was a fairly even matchup there. Like the. Kyle's opponent may could, probably had the edge just because Kyle hadn't touched magic cards in two years. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's actually the main reason why Kyle's opponent had would have had an edge. I do just on like the evaluations of the people across from us. I do think Kyle is better than the person who's had across from him. Fair enough. Kyle was rusty. Yeah. And like I don't I didn't see Kyle make any mistakes. But but you know that's you know it's still something that can happen. Yeah. Like yeah I don't know it. It's just one of those things we looked at our decks when we built that pool and stuff like that. I think one of the big things that helped it, as you said during the GP one, is that there were, you know, you you were able to trust each person that you were playing with. Like, yes. like you trusted, once we, once we looked at our pool as a whole, we hashed out what's going on, and you're like, okay, these are the decks we're going to build, let's look at them. And you trusted the people, each person, to build the best version of that deck they could. Yes. And... You know, and you didn't have to worry about that. And I like, and then we, and then we went through each deck together really quick and said, okay, let's trim this for this. Let's this, this card should go in this deck instead. How do we want it? You know, we, we hashed out these little things then and just went down the line and finalized the decks and we're like, sweet. And we, we still had, you know, 20 minutes left to spare. Yeah. And just, just to like reference that 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 event and like the whole trust thing. It's like I thought it's really interesting how like pretty much every single um, opponent team of ours, mm-hmm. like they were every time any of them like were like looking at opening hand, they were always like showing each other and asking. Yep. And the only time any of us did that when was when our hand was like on the borderline of sketchiness. Yeah, like two lands on the play, you know, like a two drop and expensive things. Like that's the only time I ever like, Hey, she's just hanging. Yeah. I think cool. we did it a couple times, but like we really did trust each but, other, but also other teams. You always could tell that it's like you had two people that knew what they were doing, except for, except for the last team. I think they all, they were kind of in the same boat as us where I think they could trust each other. Um, yeah. But the other two teams we played, there are two people that knew what was going on and one person they brought along for the ride almost. Who yes. knew how to play Magic, but was obviously not, like, a strong player. Yeah. Like, you, you could really tell, like... And I think I got that opponent both times, which was really nice. Um, <laughs> but, especially round two. Like, that guy, I could tell. I'm like, this is the guy they had tag along. 
Mm-hmm. And like he's yeah. he's there because his friends wanted him to be there. Yeah, exactly. Which, nothing, no, nothing against no, no, that. No, no, no. I, I, like, like, yeah, that's cool. Like, I would do that. Again. Like, that's fine. But like, you have to put effort into getting that per to, to getting that person to your level. If that makes sense, like they're your punt to some degree. Like, you yeah. Know, if if the other two guys go, you know, one and one, then it's like, well, we're gonna have a tough time here. We all in on you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so which and, and the funny thing is, like in our group, for the most part, I was that guy. Like, yeah, and like, and I'll take that because I don't like. I was definitely the weakest player on our team, and I'm okay. Well, I, I this. <laughs> it was actually our round three, where like after Kyle lost, mm-hmm. like I like lean over and I just whisper in his ear, "Go help Fletcher." Yeah, just like basically telling him to ignore my match because I'm pretty sure my match was just yeah. locked up, and mm-hmm. yours was so much more complicated. Than yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot going on, and um, uh, I I don't think I could have dug myself out at that point. Um, I did have outs, which was good, but um, uh, yeah. The only thing I I like I wanted to I wanted to talk. I feel like I should have talked to my opponent a little more afterwards and be like, yeah, I, you know, I don't know if I said anything afterwards and stuff. It's like, you know, sorry for being a little, you know, for being a little you did. being he a little curt with you. It's just you know when I was playing the game, I wanted to play the game. I, I know you were trying. I know you were not being. Uh, you know, condescending or anything. I know he was legitimately trying to be helpful. Um, it's yeah. just like, but it's like, let me play my game, you know, kind of thing. And stuff yeah, like that's that. that's not what you're looking for at that moment. And he time. did he did ask me to play faster at one point, and I respect that from him um, yeah. because I was I was tanking too hard. Um, and, and it's like, oh yeah, I need you know, it's like, oh, I need to play faster here. But um, yeah, so slowpoke. Yeah, I know. I feel I, like if anything, if anything tilted me the whole the whole time at that thing it was that and it didn't it, like my opponent i wasn't mad at my opponent i was mad at myself no, you're mad at yourself yeah. i'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you're well, like he's totally right like i'm, ta- I'm like i am the here. problem yeah but i'm uh so yeah that i don't know like i just that's just a random rant about like i don't get how people can't look at a pool and be like you know i want exactly this and only this okay but, all right john oh i'm gonna i'm gonna ask the question I think I think we asked we asked this one on the other one too, and I just want to see if your opinions changed at all. All right, player draw depends on what my deck is trying to do. Player draw. <laughs> There's on the, no on the average, uh, like so. In the previous episode, we said. I kind of, I think I kind of said I'm like I'm like one of these should be your default and you should reassess based on your deck and matchup and everything like that and then go to the other one. What do you think the default should be? I have an opinion. I don't know if it's right. If you ask a pro, they will. A lot of pros say that people's default is is people's default should be to draw in most formats. Okay. My default is usually to play. Mm-hmm. Just because I like getting on the board early, okay. but I'm willing to accept that is wrong. Okay. I I default to draw and sealed, and I think unless my deck wants to be uh, tempoing my opponent or putting pressure on them, I and that's not necessarily saying aggro, just doing one of those things. Um, yeah, then I'll be on the play if I want to get ahead of my opponent. Like both the decks I played um, in the main event and the team trios, I think both of those were draw decks. Yes, I will agree with that. So I think that's my default usually as I go draw and then we'll then we'll assess and go 
I want to be on the play for this. Like like your decks, I think if you if you looked at those assess, I think you'd want to be on the play. That is also my agreement on that. I wanted to be on the play with all yeah, of my with yeah. both decks. Because I think play. you wanted to I think you wanted to get on you just wanted to be a little bit ahead of your opponent on on the board. Like that's yeah. just what you're like, you were trying to do more so. Whereas like for me, I'm gonna play an O five. You know, I don't need to be ahead of my opponent most of the time. No. I will say that in this sealed format, I have actually chosen to draw more than I've chosen oh, to play. Just because of like what I was trying to do with my yeah. deck. But yeah, like th in this format in particular, I have changed from my typical strategy to a you know the opposite just because I know that that's what my decks want to be doing. And I think like because you want so much card advantage, like you want the card advantage in sealed, like we, we tend to go with draw, but like as always with this, this is something that depends on the format and the deck. Like in yes. general, I think you have to, uh, like, as I said, like for this is our default and we analyze and then go from that default. Like yes. it's, not, it's not a hard and fast rule. But. He'll figure you need to be flexible. Oh my gosh. You have to analyze situations and things like that. But. Oh, so shocking. Much wow. <laughs> Much wow. Such good. But all right. John, you have any other any other thoughts on sealed here or just opinion? No. Thoughts I, and everything? I think it's good that we've rehashed this. Yeah. I, I I you know, it's just one of those things that's like I, I I feel like we need to hit up on sealed every once in a while because like people don't really play sealed outside of pre releases, which are super casual, and GPs, which mm -hmm. are not very often. The, uh, the, the opposite. Yes. So, like, it's really weird because there's, it, the, the places you play them are so opposite and so infrequent. And Well, yeah. there are also a lot of PPTQs that Oh, yeah, yeah. It. Like, competitive event events of some sort, like... Yeah. And, it's either the most casual or actual competitive yeah. REL. And I feel like people just... They're like, oh, I'm going to go enter this and see if I win the coin flip to get a good deck. And I think that's just yeah. I think that's just one hundred percent the wrong mentality. And I think if I think you will win more games over the long term if you go into the event and, and actually put thought into it and don't blame your pool and try to build the best deck you can and you know everything like that. Like there's there's basically like only one event I've ever done ever that I'm just like I think my pool is bad and I don't know what I could have done, but I still probably think I probably could have done something. Uh -huh. And that was the Eldritch Moon pre-release. I enjoyed that. Format. I hated that format. I thought I... that format was stupid and terrible. It was such a fun draft. Format. Maybe it was. I don't know. I just never really played it that much. So, I also might be slightly biased because my first ever draft was Pack One, Pick One, Emrakul, <laughs> into Pack Two, Pick One, Ishkana, Graph Widow, and I just rode that train. It's I'm just, just like, like yeah, buddy. <laughs> You like my deck is sweet. I'm gonna splash black. It's gonna be for Ishkana's ability. I'm gonna crush everyone. Yeah. And I'm not like it's really weird because like I feel like Eldritch Moon should have been a format I liked because it's mm -hmm. I don't know, but and I've I've noticed that like my ability to do well and volume are not necessarily like tied to my enjoyment of the format because uh, like mm. Shadows Shadows over Innistrad. I did. I did only a few drafts of that. One of them was in the um, uh, top, top eight of the, the invitational, invitational, and I got smoked there. But like the other one, I did. I just crushed. 
Mm-hmm. And I think I did a couple of, and did, I, like, I think I had a fairly good record with that one in, like, the sealed event or the pre-releases and stuff like that. It's, that was a take-it-or-leave-it format for me. Like, I just was yeah. not super into it. Whereas, like, M19 here, like, I would play this all day even if I just got beat. Like, I just love, love it. <laughs> this is just what I want to do. I just want to play AB stack of good cards magic. Hopefully yeah. that's what I get to do today. But we'll Hopefully, see. but yeah. Well, I, I wish you luck on that. But yeah, I need to go hunt down some fetch lands because I didn't think you'd be talking long enough for me to run upstairs and find them and come back down without you noticing. No, I would. Stuff. I would not be able to. But all right, <laughs> I can. Do you have anything else you want to top this off with? Do you have any other thoughts before we close up? Uh. Limited magic is sweet. People need to get good and stop complaining about being bad at it when they don't try and get better. Are you throwing shade at me? No. I'm throwing shade at other people who always complain about being bad at limited, but don't try and get better at it. Because last night my draft was pretty abysmal, and I was just like, I don't give a shit anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Part of that was the draft. Part of that was me. I think I was just not in the mindset, unfortunately. And Part of that also is I just don't like on-on-ket as a format. Yeah, I don't know. I it's think I feel like I'm making. I feel like I'm making excuses, but I feel like those are like well, legitimately. Technically, hour of devast. Technically, hour of devastation is the no. That was Amonkhet. It's what was it? Mono Amonkhet yeah. or was it Amonkhet? It was a mono Amonkhet. Really? Yeah. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, yeah. That's all. That's also just that, bad format. Yeah, so. it was pretty crappy, but I don't know. Exert is broken and annoying. I did pack one, pick one, a Gustwalker in one of my decks. Did you win? No. I know I suck. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Pack one, pick one, the best card in the set, and proceed. To I lose. know. Basically, that's what I did. Because I think I just, I don't know. We might have to um, uh, do something. Maybe we could do an episode on this. But I need to get on the horn with you sometime when I'm drafting on Arena, and I need, I need way more practice, man. Like I, mm-hmm. I suck at reading signals. I, with the bots and stuff like that and just understanding what deck I should be in like I am so bad at it it doesn't help that they're bots but I mean I still should be able to learn a little issue. bit from it like yeah because like if they're bots I should be able to figure it out and not suck at drafting a deck mm-hmm. and that's part of the thing is I'm really bad at drafting like sometimes I sometimes I can figure it out but like I feel like a lot of times I just do really really poorly even though honestly most of my drafts I've actually drafted pretty good decks, I feel like, but like my live drafts, um, <laughs> like even that, even the punt in um, uh, the invitation, I don't think my deck was terrible. I just made a f- horribly wrong pick and got super punished for it very openly. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, all right, cool. Well, we'll you'll never forget it. We'll, we'll close this one up here. Um, if you want to send some feedback, you can send us an email at the local meta at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at the local meta PC. My Twitch, my stream is at twitch.tv slash beware llamas. Um, I've actually been drafting a lot more on the weekends. I actually drafted like three times this weekend um, because I didn't have a child that I had to watch. Um, I might draft tonight even if I can, if I get a chance at it. But um, yeah, John, any final thoughts or anything? I suppose you already gave that. Yep, I did. All right. Get right. Sounds good. <laughs> we will catch you next time.